So it's kind of a hard conversation to say, you know, basically cut your kids off. But sometimes we have to to say, you know, you got to take care of yourself first because if you run out of money over the next 30 years and you're knocking on their door to move in with them, that's going against all your primary objectives today. It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor Ben Schrock. Well, if you're probably listening to this podcast, it's likely that you are getting close to retirement or thinking a lot about retirement. And the generation that's moving into retirement by the thousands every day are the baby boomers. And for them, this is a different environment than what their parents were accustomed to and what they prepared for retirement in. And there are some unique challenges and concerns that are facing this generation. And today on Unlocking Your Financial Future, we're going to go through those some concerns and really bring to the forefront some of the things that BA Schrock Financial Group has worked on and worked with clients in every day as they work with baby boomers and help them get ready for retirement and bring those onto the podcast and really kind of address them and talk about them and make you aware of these concerns and, and kind of what can be done maybe to, to get you over the hump and maybe not have you worry so much when it comes to retirement. So that's the plan today on Unlocking Your Financial Future. I am Ben George. He is Ben Schrock, the owner at BA Schrock Financial Group. And and Ben, I'm sure this is a pretty uh, good topic for you and valuable topic for you, because I'm assuming that for you guys, you work with quite a few baby boomers. Is that right? Yeah, we do. I mean, it's just the natural, uh, you know, with us being in the retirement planning marketplace, and that's the the age range at which people are retiring. That's a, a natural fit for us. And you know, most of our clients, if not all of our clients, are in that that age range. I would say, honestly, right around ninety to ninety five percent of our clients are in that baby boomer generation. Uh, which it's interesting because you see different waves of that that generation. You know, people born as early as in the nineteen forties. I think forty six was the start of the gen- the baby boomer generation, and all the way as late as nineteen sixty four. Yeah, even their the different value shifts and people that are born in the early stages of the the baby boomers and those that are born in the late. It's kind of interesting to see that. It is. And and with that time frame, I guess that puts us kind of right in the middle of the baby boomers heading into retirement. If we go off the, you know, the retirement age of being 65, and obviously that's going to vary for everybody, but just the standard age, we mm-hmm. kind of reference 65. That means they've been going into retirement for about 10 years. And we got almost another 10 years or so, a little less to, for, for baby boomers to move into retirement. So we're going to be talking about these concerns and you'll be talking about, I'm sure, quite a bit with clients moving forward. So that's what makes this, uh, this conversation really relevant today. And one I'm looking forward to, and I think it will be very helpful for a lot of people listening. So We'll hop into it. And and you already kind of mentioned you have a big background. So we wanted to kind of establish that first so that, you know, anybody that's listening understands, hey, these are the people that Ben is typically working in with day in, day out. You know, I guess at this point, what, 5% maybe make up outside of that generation. So this is a a really, really key focus for Ben and his team. So let's talk about it in a couple of different ways. We're going to talk about the challenges, some of the concerns, and some of the mistakes that are being made by baby boomers. So let's start with challenges. What, I mean, look, I understand that there's going to be a lot of things that this, this generation faces that their parents didn't. And again, the generation behind them is going to face a lot of things the baby boomers didn't have to and so on and so forth. So let's talk about the specific challenges right now that you're seeing that are facing these baby boomers. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, a couple of them. I think the biggest one is, is the longevity aspect. So people are definitely living longer. Um, so it, it's natural for a, a lot of our clients that are, you know, actual baby boomers to be taking care of their elderly parents for whatever reason it may be. Maybe they didn't um, have some sort of plan in place, uh, you know, whether it be a long-term care plan or something to where um, they could pay for some assistance uh, for their living and, and they move in with them or, um, you know, they're running to and from their house every single day. So that kind of weighs on them quite a bit. And, and it's interesting when we see that because we have, you know, clients that experience that and, and are caring for their elderly parents and they, you know, they don't want that for them 
for their kids. So they're saying, okay, what can I do to prevent this from ever happening? So it, it's interesting how, how that's a, a hot button for them or um, something that they want to, you know, truly avoid and, and how, you know, it's a top of their priority. So doesn't matter about anything else to them and saying, how do I not you know, have to do this? Because I don't want to be a burden on my, my children and uh, later on in life if when that time comes. Um, go ahead. And I was going to say, we, we did a podcast a few episodes ago on, on why, like the specific risks to living longer. So if you want to kind of get more into that conversation, there's a great podcast up online at bashock-fg.com that I think we really answers a lot of the questions about what should you be concerned about if that is a concern for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and there's uh, you know, the other one I think is uh, the healthcare. So, you know, the the constant change in health insurance and healthcare and um it, it's stuff that that our, you know, baby boomers parents um maybe they they retired with a pension, you know, again, we don't see that a lot very often. Uh nowadays they retire with a pension and health benefits and and all this good stuff that they don't have to worry about. And now we have people that are retiring early, so, you know, to us early is any age prior to to 65 for Medicare, so from a health insurance standpoint, and having to bridge the gap from maybe 62 to 65 with some health insurance, you know, from a, a private provider or um, whether we go uh, through a COBRA plan for an extension of benefits from work. So, you know, budgeting that in there that that most of our retirees' parents never had to work with or deal with. So that's a, a big issue there. And the, the fact that that health care and health insurance is outpacing inflation and it's something that we have to, you know, have a plan for um, to help subsidize that later on in life because that's just growing exponentially year over year in terms of the, the rising costs there. Yeah, those are absolutely two of the big concerns. How much, how often do you see um, baby boomers having to worry about their children living at home now. I would imagine they that wasn't the case for them when they were growing up and their parents were getting to retirement. So this seems like it would definitely be something new to this group. It is. Yeah. It's something where it's, uh, you know, again, a lot of it goes back hand in hand with the health insurance. Now you can stay on a, yeah. a parent's plan until you're 26 for most, most of them up, up in our neck of the woods. Um, so yeah, it, it's a natural fit for college grads to just move in back home with mom and dad and save. Cause it's also, you know, it's expensive. It's expensive to go rent an apartment, you know, with, a, uh, and they're graduating with all the student loan debt. So it's natural for, for parents to have their children come back home, whether they like it or not. That's usually what happens <laughs> for a couple of years. And then they, end up getting out on their own. And, and still, even when they're out on their own, I hear from them that, you know, we're still concerned. We're still worried that, you know, maybe we have to supplement a couple of bills because they're, they're rising costs of uh, student loan payments. And maybe they're going to pay, uh, going to a master's degree or a PhD and, and becoming a doctor or lawyer, things of that nature. So you have that continuing cost of education and they want to help wherever they can. So, you know, that, that's a tough conversation. It's very delicate, but I always try to remind them that, you know, you don't want to be moving in with your kids at a certain point in time over your lifetime. Because again, these are the very similar people that say, I need a plan to, to help me not make them take care of me later on, like I'm doing for my parents. So, you know, I'm saying, you're, you told me that this is a high priority for you not to happen. So don't make a, a financial mistake now and give too much. We have to make sure your own house is in order first before we can help take care of our kids financially or whatever reason you're going to take care of them. So it's, it's kind of a hard conversation to say, you know, basically cut your kids off. But sometimes we have to, to say, you know, you got to take care of yourself first. Cause if you run out of money, um, over the next 30 years and you're knocking on their door to move in with them, that's going against all your primary objectives today. So what can we do to, to try to help that out? Gotcha. Uh, let's talk about some of the fears that they have uh, or concerns maybe the baby boomers have in this generation. And I'm assuming kind of based on what you said, is that main concern or maybe fear is this running out of money with longevity and the rising health care costs? 
Yeah, it is. I mean, that's probably the biggest fear is, you know, necessarily running out of money or changes to their social security, getting that benefit cut. Um, what do we do then? So yeah, it, it is probably the biggest fear that we come across is, you know, am I going to have enough to last me a lifetime? And so again, when we, when we look at their, their plan, we want to make sure they feel comfortable with that. And we model that out and we show it out to age like 102, I believe our software goes out to. So, um, we look at that all the way out in the future and make sure that we don't see that issue uh, later on in life. And we realize, Hey, we, we can't predict, you know, health and health scares or anything like that, or big ticket uh, expenses. We can't predict that within the plan. But, um, if we see, okay, you have money left over at the age of 102 and plenty of it. And those little pop-up scares, you know, 20 years prior to that might um, put a dent in the portfolio, but it's not going to exhaust it. So it makes them feel a lot more comfortable that saying, okay, we're not going to run out and we're not in danger of running out of money in retirement. We can, you know, live comfortably for a long, long time. That is the goal for retirement planning, which is why, you know, we encourage people to sit down and get that plan in order, uh, especially for these baby boomers that are preparing for retirement every single day. And for those maybe that don't, and even those that do maybe have a plan, what are some of the mistakes that you've seen from this this generation when it comes to retirement planning? Yeah. I mean, I see, we see people that um, come to us with a, a retirement date already set <laughs> where I've already, I'm already you know retiring on this date and we look at it and it might be a little bit too soon or we're looking at things where we're uncovering, like we mentioned, the health insurance. Do they have a plan for that? And and most of the times they do not and they don't know how expensive it is. So we start layering all these extra costs in there and we kind of deflate their balloon and say, well, you know, it's not a good idea to retire. And, and some people have already elected that option or taken that option and it's you know too late to overdo that. And maybe we have to to find a side job and, and look for other other sources of income to bridge that gap for the cost of health insurance. So retiring too soon is a, a common mistake. And, and on the flip side, another common mistake is um, you know people getting buyouts and not taking them. We see this all the time. Is as people get older, you know, they're compensated a lot higher than than someone that might be half their age. And as a business or a uh, you know the employer is looking at it, saying, "Man, I'm paying this Mr. Smith maybe." hundred thousand dollars a year and I can employ, you know, two 30 year olds to do his job at 60,000 total. Um, let's get him or her out. <laughs> What's the way we can do this? And they, you know, kind of dangle this buyout in this nice package. And I think you have to take those very seriously. And I think you should explore those every single time they're offered to you because there's no guarantee that they're going to offer them again. So uh, that's on the other side there, Ben is saying, you know, against what I said about retiring too soon. Well, maybe if they're offering you a nice package or a way that you can negotiate that package to, to include some of these benefits or things like that. Um, it's something that you have to consider and why, hence why I tell people all the time, if you get this, this is a big decision, come in and see us and come in and talk to us and let us evaluate it and let us look at it to see if it makes sense financially for you to take this or not take it. What's the number one reason why people don't take that buyout? Is it just because they're not, they're kind of scared maybe to walk away from work or not have that job? Is that the main reason? It is. It's that comfortability that they've had. Maybe they spent 30, 40 years of their work life. And quite frankly, most of our retirees that get that option, they're just not ready to, to retire yet. So, okay. and they could be as financially secure as possible. They're just mentally not there to shift that mindset from getting up and working every day to getting up and not really doing anything, just kind of living that retired life. So I think there's a huge mental block more than anything um, the, the, for the reasons why people don't take it. Yeah. Okay. Well, very interesting. There are definitely, a, this is a unique time for baby boomers and it's why retirement planning is so important to do with someone that can help you out who, who's done this every day and works on these things and understands the challenges and the concerns and can help you get through them and structure a plan that fits you and, and make sure you have enough money if you do live for 20, 30, 40 years in retirement, hopefully you do, and, and with healthcare and everything else. There's a lot to consider. 
So make sure you uh, you connect with a financial advisor like B, uh, Ben Schrock and the team at BA Schrock Financial Group. They can help you with this and uh, structure a portfolio for you and build your plan and get everything in order as you need it. So you can get in touch with them a couple of different ways online at bashrock-fg.com. That is the website. There's a link to connect there. You can set up a meeting that way, or you can call Ben directly at 330-473-1060 and start addressing some of these concerns. And I guess too, Ben, I, I know we talked, I think, 2029, maybe the last year, technically, uh, uh, the baby boomers will be retiring at 65, maybe go beyond that, obviously, if they, they work longer. But even if you are still you know, nine years out, or even if you're retiring in a, in a year, it's never too late or too early to really start honing in on these problems. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's if we can get a lot of this planning done in advance, and then you know where you stand, and then you can, you know, it's at your discretion. You can go whenever you want. It's kind of a, a good, powerful position to be in as a client. Yeah, that's a great position and one that you need to take advantage of if you can. So look, we appreciate you listening to this episode. Hopefully this does bring some of the, the main concerns and challenges and mistakes that baby boomers are dealing with in retirement. And hopefully it just nothing else makes you aware and you know what you need to work on and, and focus on with your planning. But again, hit subscribe if you would to Unlocking Your Financial Future. We would appreciate that. And we'd love to have you back for the next episode. We got a new one every week. So we look forward to talking to you then. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc. and A.E. Wealth Management, LLC. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management and A.E. Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice to designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.